0: Welcome, everybody, to the Tipped and Stiffed podcast with your host, Cade Alvarez and Jared Sturrich. Today, it's a very interesting episode. It is, what is it? it? Is the. Is November... 21st. The 21st? hmm This is days... Maybe two days after the... Yeah. Friday. verdict. Now, to preface this, we live in Kenosha. The majority of our listeners are mm-hmm. also from Kenosha. But if anyone's right. outside of this, which we do have some, we can literally mm-hmm. see where people are from. Right. Um, we experience firsthand just about every step that took place in this entire process mm-hmm. right From before front. even august 25th From right before that day we were i mean things were happening that whole summer right uh in pandemic things people are, still were debating whether yeah. they believe in viruses or not and yeah. we are you know this isn't like coming, from, This, uh, what we're going to say on this podcast is not coming from a place of like ignorance. Like we literally live here. Clear. Like we right. knew, we, <laughs> like we know when certain things were said about this city that were just wrong because we were there. Mm-hmm. We knew what happened. Um, we, we saw what was happening. We knew
1: what misinformation what mis- was there and what misinformation was after the fact. Right.
0: I know, mean, added on to it by the news. So much so that even our producer Bryce was even at the courthouse just filming on the twenty yeah. fifth. So like that's how close, yeah. you know, we are to this. I, I I legitimately can take what a fifteen minute walk from where I used to live to where a lot of businesses were burned down. Mm-hmm. Like that's, I'm talking about a walk. Like right. a fifty well, fifty minutes is a long time. A walk. Yeah. I could take a walk <laughs> to there, not a drive. A drive would have taken me three minutes.
1: Mm-hmm. So I mean, we were even working during some of the yes. uh, possible, you know, cr- uh, like chaos. Right. So I, mean, I think I think we were saying this though because like, I, and I I know you get pissed about this too, and I also get pissed about this when you see somebody like either it's on Twitter or it's on Facebook or it's on the news who is nowhere near anything to do with this part of the country and they're talking as if they know exactly how this kind of place works as and if how the people w- here work. They're
0: like, you know, they, they just know they were born and raised here. As if they were born and raised. Born, and, and all of America is the same America as if that couldn't be further from the truth. Right. So we, are, of course, are going to talk about the verdict. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure all of you know But Kyle Rittenhouse was found not guilty on all charges, which from the get, and we talked about this, I was surprised by. Mm -hmm. Of course, I paid very close attention Mm -hmm. to the case. Um, I could have swore he was going to get charged with something, but what people don't understand about the justice system is that when the state chooses the charges, those are the charges that we go from. When someone gets charged with lesser charges, that is because... Uh, the state is looking for a deal to at least get the defendant some time, and that they've come to a realization that they overcharged them. Right. So if you, do, if you charge someone with first degree murder, it doesn't mean they didn't commit murder, it Just means that if they get not guilty on first degree murder, it just means that they, in the, in the confines of the law, they didn't commit first degree murder. That's how this works. So that's something that people need to keep in mind. Right. It doesn't mean that if Kyle Rittenhouse is not guilty, doesn't mean he's not a bad guy. It really doesn't mean that. It truly doesn't mean that he... Doesn't uh, mean he didn't do anything wrong. It doesn't exactly. mean that there, wasn't, that there wasn't some sort of wrongness along the way. The, what I feel like people are missing, there is such a broader point that is being missed in this entire case. Because truly, if the justice system... Is broken which it is right we're also dealing with a justice system that is ex- dealing with um, judges that have to stay professional and take their politics out of it mm-hmm. which you know some people agree or disagree on uh, there's clearly some judges who don't do that um, again judges are people there's plenty of uh, it's not like a conspiracy then like chicago during the mob time times and then new york that judges were bought and paid for of course They're clearly can be corrupted like any other individual uh lawyers again i mean even easier to buy are, yeah, they, they literally <laughs> they are bought they are literally paid bought for. and paid for <laughs> and sometimes by a gofundme <laughs> and, you know we have the and then a jury full of you know good old midwestern Kenosha citizens, which can also be manipulated by depending on who picks the jury. But I believe this time they did it via raffle, yeah. by a period. So if we're going through that, just to say, Kyle Rindhouse should not have been at the protest. Kyle Rindhouse should not have had an AR-15 at the protest. Kyle Rindhouse should not have walked around Kenosha pretending to be an 8 year 18-year-old EMT, which he did. Uh, Kyle Rindhaus should not have pretended to be this uh, fantasy. He was playing a fantasy that night. It wasn't real. Uh, from the Evans, I've watched hours of the trials. I've sat at home. I listened to it. Watched this whole... I watched his whole uh, testimony. I watched the closing. I watched his testimony. I watched the testimony of the people who own the car sorts laws. I watched the testimony of McGinnis. I watched the testimony of uh, Kaminsky. I watched the testimony of many, many people. There is what was a his lo-
1: name? Grosskreutz, the guy who was shot in the arm. Was that his
0: name? No. Uh, was it grossowitz it was either Kaminsky or grossowitz or like um,
1: gross gross or something the guy whatever the guy who was shot in the arm in survived. the arm
0: and then the, the two victims were anthony hubert and rosenbaum i don't yeah. know rosenbaum's first name um i think
1: it was michael
0: michael the, the one who was shot in the arm and his name's gage gross sorry gage gross not Kaminsky. i don't know where i got that uh gage Grosskreutz. gross 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 okay Crutes, Gross Crutes. That's a hard name. Um, Joseph Rosenbaum. Joseph Rosenbaum. Okay, Joseph. Listen, let's just go from just the video because the moment that the Kyle Rindhouse thing happened, everyone thought they were a lawyer. But now that Mm -hmm. we're past that and we had a whole trial, (laughs) I got to be honest with you. I don't think Rosenbaum represents the BLM movement very well. When he's going around Kenosha yelling the N-word and threatening to kill people. Threatening to kill
1: children and just random people because he wants to burn things down and they don't want to
0: have things on fire. not part of the... Remember when we're talking about it's frustrating when people try to use legitimate injustice towards marginalized groups to cause havoc. Rosenbaum was one of those people. He was calling, like, here's literally a video of him, like, screaming the N-word at people. I'm just saying, have you met anyone who's a really hard BLM (laughs) supporter who just repeatedly says the N-word? And who's, like, white presenting? I don't know that. That doesn't come up. I can't can't think of any off the top of my head. But to be fair, and because we're joking about it, if you say the N-word, does that mean you should be shot? Of course not. No, no only, no. only if you like, you know, attack somebody. If, which you if, maybe he if, tried to. If you threaten somebody's, to. yeah, if you threaten somebody's life and chase them, and you're what you're like, literally, there was multiple witnesses saying that he was walking around with a chain and like yeah. whipping <laughs> it. Yeah.
1: Like, what, well, this is what this is why like I, I, I get, I get defensive about the people who when riots were happening in Kenosha people we know sometimes even family that we lived here that lived here who when they were when they knew this was happening when like this started getting crazy and they and the news was saying that there were more people coming and there was a lot of misinformation being told that there was hundreds of people coming from Minneapolis right They, I did not Oregon here in Washington yeah and there actually were some people here I did not blame the people who wanted to like defend their house or neighborhood who thought that maybe there was some fear of that because yes. because they're defending something that actually is theirs. First of all, they're defending family that they love and that is theirs and that is innocent and does has nothing to do with it. Those three neighbors and that are their
0: small community. Exactly like the
1: things that I, that's that's the same thing as protecting your neighbors who you might be afraid the cops are going to hurt. Right, you know, like that's a different thing than what Rittenhouse did. Right. At the, time, at the same time, at the same at the same time, I feel as if he did it for he went for similar reasons, but in his young, 17 like voyeuristic years. kind of mind, he Dumb. he went and he like tried to participate in a way that only an adult could physically try to participate.
0: Kyle, you can tell before like with all the evidence that was brought up of who he was is annoying. He's a gamer. He's an He's annoying a, kid. Like. Yeah. He was an annoying kid. He's an annoying adult now. Um, Congrats, Kyle. Like, you made it. He Yeah, he, he literally thought he would tell people he was an EMT. He was a lifeguard. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, he had CPR He had, he had CPR, CPR training. Trai- other life support. He had a few defi- life support. He had defibrillator training. Yeah. And those are great. Mm-hmm. You're not an EMT, though. Mm-hmm. Someone gets shot, you're not going to know really what to do. Right. Like a real EMT the, does.
1: All I know what he did was he he helped somebody with like a ankle it's like a sprained ankle yeah and there was somebody who there was something else where somebody was like, like I don't know they, they like were injured and they were in their eye or something. I think they were pepper sprayed or they were like they were incapacitated nearly in some right. way and, and he like helped and them. He,
0: the, at the end of working with them he was his, his, the most help that he gave them was suggesting they go to the hospital that was up right. the street so that like yeah fantasy this kid is dumb First of all, the amount of institutions that have failed in this process—his um, parents, one, the family, the, the family, the family—failed their son. Um, his friends should not be buying guns for him. Yeah, that's a, this is something weird. His friends are a bunch of older dudes.
1: Yeah, who I feel like probably influenced a lot of his influenced a lot of his belief that he was more. Uh, capable and like mature than he actually was which is a problem that we see in every community group race like that's a thing that happens across across the board to to young men i think specifically that can happen um so what's 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 that a failure of like what's that a failure of i mean there's
0: some sort of it's a failure Institution. of purpose. That's what a it is. A failure of purpose. It's yeah. the, fa- you the failure of the family, yeah. the failure of friends, the failure of community, the failure of schools, the failure of the police, the failure of our government mm-hmm. are all roles in the creation of Kyle Rittenhouse. The mass failure of those institutions. Yeah. Because nobody like you have to think his, his parents should have been like, hey, don't do that. Don't do that, You turn to your kid in that moment and go, "We will disown you." Don't go to the riots with an AR-15, you moron. Unless they were okay with it, which is an entirely another problem, right? Then his friends are like, oh, "I'll buy you a gun," and I get, I get. Listen, it's you know, Wisconsin gun culture is. Pff, I mean, they, yeah, they I mean, get kids. Though it's them. not
1: willy. It's not always willy-nilly. It's usually for like a purpose of, like, I feel like most people in that culture are using it for like a vague more like not violent purpose they're not using it just kind of because
0: he literally said in his testimony the reason he bought it was not to hunt he said the gun you can't use an ar 15 to go bird shooting not i mean like clay birds you can deer
2: hunt you can deer hunt with an ar
0: you can deer hunt, but he wasn't going hunting you're right he wasn't going hunting and a lot of ranges in illinois you can't even shoot an AR at you had to come yeah. to Wisconsin to do that. So and he said they were He was like, I thought it was cool and wanted to go to the gun range. And even the even the prosecutor was like, You couldn't have bought any other gun. You couldn't have gotten a shotgun or a pistol. And he either goes, Well, I can't own a pistol. And he's like, Well, you can't own an AR fifteen either. But your friend bought it for you. Yeah. And so again, it's delusion i it's a lot of i want to look cool ar-15 is is extremely politicized if you're right wing it almost becomes like i have to have an ar-15 because that's what my team does Mm -hmm. we buy ar-15s so we have that so a just this is moronic he's a dumbass his a lot of the influence around him also stupid but when it comes down to the case if you're 17 year old you're 17 years old, you have a gun. First of all, I think we need to make this point clear. If you bring a gun to a riot, the chances of you having to use that gun go up because you have it. So if you're Mm -hmm. 17, because a lot of people around Rittenhouse, and he was even on the trial, the one of the guys he was walking with was an actual ex-Marine. Okay. That guy can hold a gun. I don't have a problem with that guy having a gun. At least he, you know, what I mean, mm. way more experience than fucking yeah. a seventeen-year-old kid, right he, in high he, school. He knows that that there's an added risk to him having it as a marine. Right, and even you the know. marine said he got away from him. Even the guy said, "I He's like he was being reckless. Some of the things he was saying. I didn't feel comfortable around him. I thought, you know, he was—he the guy was like—I thought he was lying about his age, about him being an EMT. So I got away from him. I didn't want to be—I didn't want to be around him. And almost immediately after that, that's when the shooting took place. Was when this guy was like, "Have fun. You're dumb, and you're going to cause something stupid." So I just unprincipled should Grinhouse should have been charged with something right but yes i absolutely I, I th- agree with he, that
1: i think and and don't i don't want people to th- think to see this as like like lessening his uh, like the damage he did but because of the law it uses certain words that make it not seem as severe as it actually is right. but the one the charge of reckless endangerment with a dangerous weapon
0: i it, they right. dropped that no, first they, they dropped the gun. the gun charges because mm-hmm. and the judge said because the laws were too vague which when you read the laws that have to do with what is considered a deadly weapon in wisconsin they are vague yeah and the ar-15 AR- that kyle Rindhouse was carrying mm-hmm. landed precisely in the middle of what we considered a not deadly weapon and a deadly weapon and so the judge dropped it because of vague laws which it is a vague law which It has to do a lot with, because when you're up north and you're 16 years old and you're with your dad, you can have a rifle on you. It's legal for you to walk around with a rifle. Those are what those laws are in place in. However, we don't have it so specific to where it's about hunting, where you're in an appropriate place with it. Not in the town square, not on Sheridan, one of the busiest streets in Kenosha. That's not where that rule should apply. Not during a a mass gathering. Right. Not during like, you know right but a public the public gathering the laws don't talk about it so listen
1: well i was just saying cuz he he like everything about what he did is was uh, before i guess evidence in the case controversial self defense or not it was controversial until the case except for the fact that him being there was an added unnecessary risk right. to an already dangerous and unnecessary level of chaos. Right. Absolutely. That's and- the that's the key here. Is that like like the scale was already tipping in Kenosha by that point, and him being there only prolonged the, this con- this city's anxiety. Right. Like the trauma, f- fear, trauma, like like racial disputes. And it, it has stopped us from, it slowed us down from having the ability to actually talk about what got us to that point in the first place. Because right. all we can focus fo- could focus on was this image of this young, white, uh, Midwestern kid who we can all paint as this... Right, that, like as this, you know, source of our hate or source of like our problems, right. and it's not the case.
0: And he was fantasized by both sides. Yeah, one being a hero. Yeah, which fucking is, Ann
1: Coulter said he he should run for
0: president. I mean, fucking moronic. Can
1: we, can we stop with this? Can we stop listening to these? skin bags right on
0: the left and the right like, so what are we doing one side is like he's an american hero morons <laughs> he for, did what
1: the government should have done that's what right. one dude on uh, right.
0: fox said morons and on the other side he's a, a white supremacist terrorist which both are wrong yeah. both are <laughs> both wrong are inaccurate in inaccurate to, because to his intention and to his actual position in life they're both wrong because first of all there's like no evidence zero <laughs> of him being a white supremacist, none. no one at his house was like, no one no one from a school was like, yeah, Kyle used to like walk around school and like talk about like, yeah, he like, he would, one time for our history class, he was like, he stepped up and he was like, okay, so it happened, but I don't think it was six million. It's not like he was walking around. <laughs> he started around talking saying, about like,
1: you know, the real reason World War I started.
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> like, right. He, no, he's not walking. Like, there was none, there was none of that. It's, no. And, and again, that's because, and what people forgot. Is that calling everybody a white supremacist and a racist and a Nazi really ruins the definition of Nazi racist and white supremacist because uh, it it what happens is you're going to start polarizing a side where the majority you don't have a, like, OK, you're going to say Donald Trump's racist. Sure. I'll agree with you, you on a lot that. of that. I, I think agree. that's fair and people voted for him do i think the majority of people voted for him because he was racist no i think a majority of people voted for him because they're ignorant wait wait wait, one more point because the majority of republicans running across the country besides the big one are not going like i think it's good that there's hate crimes in america (laughs) no one's saying that No. no one is saying like we need to reunite the white no one is actually running on that podium maybe there's you could make an argument that maybe there's some to some people's words there's dog whistling of course i'm not going yeah, to definitely. ignore that but i'm saying that is ron johnson the center of wisconsin because he's a republican and white supremacist no he's probably he's a scumbag in a different way in a money yeah. grabbing way uh you know putting up bullshit laws to put people in jail and stuff like that that's bad so that's one thing we have to understand he wasn't a white supremacist it was a dumb it was a moronic kid with many failed institutions around him coming to kenosha where he shouldn't have been with an ar-15 where somebody who was arguably extremely aggressive yelling the n-word being running around with a chain starting fires attacked him where we have like seven shots of that happening mm-hmm. and kyle Rinhouse killed him now the person who I truly feel bad for that died is Anthony Hubert. And the reason why is because I do believe that Anthony Hubert thought that he was stopping a mass shooter. And that's That's sad. That's the crazy part about that is that it's
1: scary to try to get in the head of the people and people have been avoiding doing this until it's been now like getting in the minds of, of what people around Rittenhouse were thinking at the time, and how does somebody go? Because trying to trying to wrap your head around what's happening in that situation brings it's so chaotic to try to like jump from person to person because in that situation you probably have some people who don't really know that that just happened and right. hear gunshots and see a person with a gun running like like a young person like a young man with a gun like running around them and they might not realize like what's really going on that that this is not that they don't even know what's happening that's about they don't they know that they have no idea what's going on then you might have other people who saw it who how how do you explain that what happened to a crowd how do you yell to everybody like, no, it's okay. He's not a mass shooter. He just shot him though. Like he, <laughs> yeah. he shot him, but like, Hey, that's only, that's all that happened. Right. That's all that's, that's going to happen. Instead, you had everybody, you had, like, a, you, you had a lot of people just assume the worst. And which prob- is like, I get it, but it's also like that led to Huber dying and gross getting shot. But do you blame <laughs> I don't blame. I, them. I don't. I don't I can't blame, blame them. That we're I, trying to stop if that's him. exactly what happened, maybe I don't think that was probably everybody that was saying get him. I can imagine they were saying get him for a racial reason, for a, another, some other reason that he maybe seemed to represent another side to this when he didn't.
2: I think the the context matters too. He's dressed kind of like. A militia he's person, dressed he's dressed military. You know, he's yeah. green. He's got a d- gun. He's, he's
1: dressed like he's, he's an
2: authority. Yeah, I
1: that paints him in their minds like that's the personification. That's of, the enemy. Of that's the enemy. Right. And that's the pro- mm. like. I don't blame them because the problem precedes them actually being there. The problem, pre- the problem comes in play when it, you talk about their political ideology. Right. And that's not something that I feel I have the right to really, like try to analyze because there's so many components that it's not about them as much as, as it's about the deeper problems in the country that led to people being in, in that mob. It's, it's about the, the people who have, who, you know, who gaslight through the media, social media, the, the celebrity politicians we have, the media who like, who cheers on violence and, and celebrities who cheer on violence from their
0: fucking house. Right. And, and and it's, it's sad because again this is one of those things is that the people who have the most privilege a lot of people are privileged who don't who like a lot of people that we know who are getting very very upset about this whole thing and you read like how they're talking about it it's just like they're at uw madison you know yeah it's like, go, hey, they, they go pipe down They they go unfriend
1: me unfollow me if you if you side, if you stand with Kyle Rittenhouse, it's, not it's standing. like, it's like, there is no standing with anybody
0: where I uh, hold on. You had, There's they, people they have people who are, we're not right. We're not They're, to say, to
1: have the, the privilege to, to, for that to be your, like, that's your hot take. That's, that's your, that's your hot take. That's your tool. That's your in group out group way of saying like, this is where I stand is on Facebook. First of all dumb right. <laughs> second you're saying it from your your forty thousand dollar dorm so third <laughs> you don't have to every day whether it's in kenosha part of the black community or part of any, any, marginalized, any group. marginalized community have be confronted with the pressure of defending your right to like be afraid of things like this happening right like this person we're talking about you know who we're talking about but. Yeah people like this they don't have to live in that fear no they don't they They never have and they pretend like they do all day right and it really pisses me off because some of these people i've been friends with let's start that's it's
0: amazing that's the realest white privilege that there is like that is the most (laughs) ignorant boring completely dis- void of intellectual thought, completely void of understanding nuance, understanding the broader picture, understanding why we are in the position that we are. It's completely going from us and them immediately instead of going, well, why is it us and them? Who is us? Who is them? Why is them them? And why is us us? And, like, and not
1: and not taking a second to step back and go, who are we? Like, what? Am- who <laughs> who, is, who is this collective we supposed to be and what are we supposed to be like? and then the third step who am who i, am I? <laughs> who am i yeah no <laughs> they that's never not get even. there no no no, no never no. get no. there the professor tells them that it's postmodern idea to have a sense of self and that they shouldn't
0: believe in a sense of self that it's uh, yeah. but that's it, white supremacy to listen, have a sense of self it's obvious i think cal Hill should have been charged the way the justice system set up he wasn't charged listen that's the american system that is technically in the eyes of this justice he defended himself there was a riot shouldn't have been there people did attack him i think anthony huberts is obviously much more tragic than rosenbaum's rosenbaum was like a a child predator was as well (laughs) he was yeah he was
1: also mentally ill here he might have had i don't know if it's mentally ill to write the word but i think he has some sort of
0: bipolar disorder where like in that situation so, that's not a good thing there's so many things in that again because this country doesn't take mental health exactly. seriously we Dude, don't we, it, the, it's so much every of every component goes layers behind are it it's so many the nuance upon nuance God. upon nuance is so yeah. horrible because the thing is is that when the Jacob Blake shooting happened nobody knew he had a knife and it is important like listen I want people are like what do you mean he had a knife like are you siding with the police On like no here's uh-huh. the thing this is the this is again we're now we're going to get broader of why this is important because first off the people got mad over the shooting immediately because there was a Facebook video of it happening mm-hmm. it was clear that he got shot in the back he he it was from the video you couldn't t- tell if he was if he was armed at all the police were right on top of him and they shot him and there was even a lot of people who were like well if he's right behind him why didn't he just grab him like these police are trained to do takedowns why did they just yeah, have to shoot grab him hit him, him so, pull him so we have that. that as our, our main evidence. Mm. But let's remember, a few months, not even a few months, you know, in weeks before that, you have George Floyd. You have Breonna Taylor's. You have Ahmaud Arbery. So you have three black people get killed by the Ahmad Arbery is literally like insanely like they did a uh, it's racially motivated and killed him so there we have that we have the government abusing its power and just breaking into people's houses and then shooting an innocent woman who was just living there which was Breonna Taylor's and then we have the police detaining someone and then kneeling on their neck for nine minutes and then they die so that's what we're so you have all those three and everyone's upset about those for good reason and then and, and then you have kenoshas yeah and this is the problem because if we had a sane just society where the police weren't out of their mind where we didn't have institutionalized racism where we had proper training where we handled situations right and if these communities that are underrepresented um, underrepresented had the economic stimulus that they require to be successful right and which again pits a lot of like the justification of like hating marginalized groups by racists um when the jacob blake thing would have happened the majority of society would have been in a, if we had all the right thing all the wrong things corrected would have been well what happened here something really so you know, went wrong a second. here why yeah. and you know we would have been able to go through the proper steps this is what happened in the case this is why the officer did what he did. But instead, we have the Kenosha officers don't have body cameras, which is insulting. I mean, that's an insulting thing. If, that we, the, don't at this, if we don't after all of this, like, the, what are we doing? What are we doing? Kenosha, a city of 100,000 people, the yeah. police don't have body cameras. It's insulting. The, like the third or fourth biggest city in the state? We're right next to one of the most segregated cities. Uh, actually, the most segregated city city segregated city in america which was is milwaukee which is reflected in kenosha yeah um we had a mayor who didn't do anything this entire time through the entire process haven't because heard a peep haven't heard a peep we have uh, a governor who even after that you know didn't send the proper you know uh personnel to make sure the city didn't get burned down it didn't get burned down, but you know that private property didn't get burned down. Pe- more people he, didn't get he hurt. It took
1: a long time. It took, took a, a long time. time and
0: didn't do enough. Uh, it took the president to do something. Yeah. And then on top of that, the biggest one, number five, after everything happened, nothing changed. Yep, yeah, because you remember Nobody, the verdict on Jacob Blake? But not even with the verdict. I'm just saying like, no one really made any grander speech in any high, p- high place of politics. The, the mayor, the governor, any rep, any state representative was like, maybe we should do something to help our marginalized communities. No one made that speech. So hey,
1: no one wrote so, any articles. Like no one of any sort of importance did any sort of deep dive no. into like no one did any sort of real investigative journalism. No, nobody really came through with that and with that goal, and like it was almost like we were just kind of left out to dry
0: we were the city was just kind of left and it was just they told us to go fuck ourselves basically and when people forget and we mentioned this on 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 podcasts before the entire midwest has been hung up to dry yeah the this entire has midwest has been hung up to dry the, the the racial problems we have here the economic problems we have here the, i shouldn't say racial problem the racial disparities and problems is a no, I don't that's want to a, use that word. That's a bum, um, that word. Economic, ec- the economic problems that we have here, the community problems, the education, yeah. the whole nine yards of things that we have, we're not addressing because the infrastructure is horrible. The industries are gone. We, uh, uh, we are an old time that is. St- the Midwest is golden era is over, and it's just trying to cope with the effects of well, after that. Now
1: we're in a slow transition to a more where there's we're we're kind of going back to that like big coal big oil stage where you have companies like amazon being the highest employer right in the, in the state right and that's not that might look good on paper actually Employment. johnson and johnson is johnson, johnson oh really? is the biggest company i in think Wisconsin. amazon's in in kenosha so Yes, it's the <laughs> biggest amazon's employer. like
2: i think the second biggest employer in the country
1: right right like okay so Imagine how that would affect the Midwest. Somebody, a, right. a place that I said somebody, the, <laughs> a, a place that is probably the has been like one uh, besides like Appalachia, the slowest to lo- like modernize, the slowest to moder- like modernize the workforce, modernize workers' right. rights, uh, modernize like pay things yeah, like that. that co- we're still at seven yeah, twenty-five Jesus for Christ. the minimum wage. I keep hearing there's going to be a raise that that's supposed to be raised to like eighteen. I don't know. I've been hearing that from a few people, but like what I'm saying is like that, that predicament of being like not prepared for like a real confrontation with the deep human problems that we have, like being that unprepared is what led to all the, is what has us in the position that the city's in now. Right and that's probably why the Milwaukee's in such a position as well for a similar re- for similar reasons but that i don't think anybody like is really there's not many people who are capable who have the ability to really talk about that wider net right because that might you know Pin the blame on certain people. Well, what no. was the reason that, we're, that the Midwest is like
0: this? And also, it takes an hour-long podcast to talk about it. No one wants to listen to that. Because it's <laughs> right. a lot easier to do it in a five-minute... It's a lot easier to just play politics in a one-minute clip. It's a lot easier. Everyone's lives feel easier when they do that. And the other thing about it... And I want to go to this because I, I do want to say this on the podcast... Because I mm-hmm. feel like we probably did say some things that people disagree with or angry about. And that's fine. You can be upset about them. It's, we're not your enemy. We're no. not, we don't stand Dude. with Kyle Renhouse. We're not political. I don't care. But truly, I want to say this because we do understand this. If Kyle Rinhouse was black, did the same thing, he wouldn't even have made it to the court steps. And I truly believe that. And if he did make it to the court ses- steps, uh, the verdict would have been uh, to life, twenty-five to life, because that's the system we live in, and I do believe that. I I, 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 this is the problem. The Kyle Rittenhouse verdict is the racially biased justice system. So, if white people have that privilege, then it's the correct verdict. Because remember, he didn't kill too, he didn't kill anybody in a marginalized group. He killed. It was white-on-white white crime. If this was a black, if Kyle Rittenhouse was black, <laughs> he either would have walked up to the police and they would have pepper sprayed him and shot him with pepper <laughs> rounds and they would arrest them in Kenosha and this trial would have been completely, utterly different and it, you would have seen truly a horrendous mark on this country and I really believe that. I believe that the justice system, the prison system, so many things, it's harder if you're part of the African American community to live in America versus a white person. Mm -hmm. And I want to say that because I do believe that because you know what I used to not believe that I used to think the whole idea of white privilege was really stupid. I used to think that critical race theory really early stages. Mm -hmm. I'm talking 2015, 2016 was dangerous. I thought it was dumb, but now that I've taken the time to speak with people, with black people, what's your experience like? And have those conversations. I've had to. I've had the chance to read literature on the black experience in America, the history of the black experience in America. You know, reading about you know a lot of the great speakers, uh, uh, Du Bois, uh, Washington, James Baldwin. No, <laughs> Washington. Yes, James Baldwin. Yeah, hold on. Yeah, um, I don't know that one. Uh, Malcolm X, Martin Luther King. You know who these, what these people represented, the ideas, the arguments, the change, and now we're here. Now, um, it is dangerous. It is not. It is not dangerous to believe in critical race theory, but it's dangerous to not. It's dangerous to not accept the notion that there is a different America for marginalized group, and when you, if you're a white person who did grow up in a nice suburban town in the Midwest, which a lot of people we know have, we didn't. I did. I didn't. I mean, you grew. I I didn't.
1: I grew up in a very in a very closed off neighborhood from the city.
0: I didn't by the lake. I grew up in a half Hispanic household, a half white household. My parents are divorced my grandparents I, you know my grandparents I learned from them because some of the, the racial things that they had to go through being Mexican and being a little darker and in some cases more dark, a lot more darker you know from them their experience their view on the world and now that I've kind of gotten that chance when things like the Kyle Rinhouse case happen I don't want to say that it's it's not clean cut. The verdict of not guilty is truly not the right words. Because, well, could, hold on, but, wait, I want to yeah. have a big thought. Okay. It's truly not the right words. Because, yes, in the justice system, he is not guilty. He, it was self-defense. The pain and the representation and the amount of progress that was undone in a single night, the ability to communicate effectively, to have the conversations that we need to have. When it comes to that, he's one hundred percent guilty because he ruined that for the city. Mm-hmm. He ruined our chances of trying to yeah. learn, of trying to build, of trying to create something beautiful. And
1: well, we said though earlier though, like we we acknowledged throughout the episode that the problems are beyond race as well. Not that race isn't one of the largest lenses to like view these problems through, but that and critical race theory being part of that that uh, education, but like the the problem that like the desire to communicate and solve these problems isn't a racial isn't a racial instinct. And it's not political. And it's not political. It's Politici- it, it, it. That's truly it. Like that's what this city was deprived of. I'm sure that's what Minneapolis has been deprived of because it's all been politicized with the whole defund the police thing. Like, the media picking the, sides. The, the media the- like just picking at it like vultures. They're probably still waiting when they can return to that
0: story. Right. And we saw them because we even when that. we had 15 people in front of the courthouse, the vultures were out the yeah 20 media people literally. 20 media tents all the lights and cameras the vultures without and that's what they are i hope and they don't understand this we literally live in a time where there is no there's donald trump was right it's all fake news but what he didn't want to admit is that everything that supported him as well was also not real <laughs> and he knew that and yeah. he used that as a tool. And yeah. guess what? If people say that the institution of media in this country is dangerous, we didn't start it. They did. They started 100%. They started it. They made yeah. this country be hyper-politicized because guess what? At the end of the day... They know that people only read the headlines and we should teach people to read the whole article. We should teach better news consumptions, but we don't as a failure of the school system. But at the same time, this American school system is dealing with babysitting and teaching people at the same time. Really hard to get all the extra important things to make a functioning society when people treat school as a babysitting service. Well, hard it, to
1: decide what those important things even are. I don't right. think it even, who is making that decision? Who was, right. the, who was that one bitch who was in the Trump administration who was like, who was Board of <laughs> Education or something like that, oh. and she... Nancy Davos. Nancy, no, yeah. uh, Betsy, Betsy, Betsy Davos. Davos. Betsy. Betsy Davos. Yeah, people like her who have this, like they have the demeanor of like somebody like my mom, but like when you actually talk to them, they're like a cold cut corporate like... Right. S- like, like just a... Vulture. Just a... Just evil. A rock of a person. Amoral disdain just a paper cut human. of a human
0: being so that's what we're dealing with and like as citizens born and raised in kenosha from yes, kids to the start yeah. my entire life has been here i i've seen the um the uh uh economic hardship and no, sorry i'm just getting caught up here yeah I don't
1: it's all right, it's,
0: all right. <laughs> it's just um it's uh it's just so frustrating Um, because uh, it is uh it's so uh it's so uh painful to watch
1: and now we 're really seeing how ever,
2: how hurt people are like
1: we actually are we really are seeing how people how hurt people really are how damaged how sometimes helpless or hopeless people on on, not even on. all sides, like in, in every community, are you know you look at whether it's like teachers trying to, you know, have to they have to go to go to to work, and like treat kids like things are normal when shit at home is not normal, and like how things and things in their city could be getting really dangerous, and they don't know how to. Pre- you can't teach somebody how to prepare a kid like uh, all these kids for life because we don't even have a solid idea of what life should be like. We haven't set the system up to be that easy or somebody hasn't set it up for us. And we're seeing a lot of those people who are frustrated and they want, they want to find the culprit, but they're done. They're done.
0: Is this, yeah. uh, this city's tapped out. It's, uh, and it's just the, the constant... Bombardment, the constant, uh, this brain melting, you know, it's the, the, there's people trying to profit off of the, the trauma of, of the city. And it's, uh, it's disgusting and it's, it's revolting and it saddens me because I, I worry that, you know that justice will never be served that that will never be that no one will ever have to own up to that because there's so many people so many heartless amoral greedy people who they get to watch from on top of the mountain and watch all the all the peasants run around with their heads cut off, and and and, the, and they just look at look at you know like a city like Kenosha is just just meat bodies running around, just people there to produce From more the things. Outside,
1: it looks they can look at it. It's like that. Kenosha needs to go back to being, to Kenosha needs to go back to doing to to doing what it wants. It needs to go back to like like doing its own thing. We need to, we need to go back to like having a real pride in like being a, a larger small city, having real community, having a real sense of like, you ever, you ever have a friend who like gets really hurt from a relationship. And like, I've had friends when I was younger, it was a lot like this. I've even been like this where you, you get hurt from a really bad relationship and it's over. And like, Suddenly they turn into this they, they start getting this fantasy in their head of being like a monster Like being like a Being a fuck Like just going out and getting as many girls as possible Like going out and just Like causing destruction And like tr- trying to Like beat the pain like that Or beat the person Overcome that I'm afraid that that might happen to Kenosha We might think that we're forced now To play on the big stage With all these other sick and like sick, manipulated institutions. cities, institutions. Right. Like we're, we're not equipped and it's proved now, proven now we're not equipped to be national headlines every day. Who is equipped to do that? Not, this, not the minds of the people who live here. We're, we were never born for that here. That's not what we were born and raised for here. We, we were born and raised here to be, to be close with each other. I mean, that's why we're here right now. Like, that's what having this podcast in this city is right now.
2: I'm worried that that now that, like, our community's gone through, like, all of this, like, long, drawn-out trauma and this, like, these horrific events that now, like, in the aftermath, like, truly now that the trial's over and, like, it's done, it's, like, it's just left us more divided because there's still people on this side or that side that are just spewing hate at each other because of frustration and you know political dunking and it just sucks that like it feels like the the actual like communal healing where like people even if they're like oh yeah like he did nothing wrong it's like you still have to recognize that like it caused so much pain in our community and Mm -hmm. it like hit people differently and i feel like some people just don't give a shit and that's what's so frustrating to me it's just (sighs) Like, like a great flood just came through the city of, yeah, you know, large
1: fake media I- interests, you know, like non-local, non-local ideology f- came like a great flood through the city. And like, we did not have an arc to get everybody. Like we did not have the, we, we didn't know how to herd together properly. Right. We didn't know how to weather this storm properly in Kenosha
0: and and all the tools that we were given to to do it were uh sabotaged or just not pre- present.
1: Yeah. They you were know. taken away specific like strategically and and by
0: the um nuclear. I don't know. It's we're entering a you know as we as we move on from this uh I, I I hope you know it's just sad because I I don't know when because there's so many people who you know the, the Tucker Carlson who's the uh, the the other late night host for MSNBC she's got the short hair Rachel Maddow you know it's the Rachel Maddows it's the Tucker Carlson's you know it's the it's John Oliver it's Kimmel it's, it's Noah, uh
1: what's his name Noah Trevor Noah Trevor Noah it's, it's
0: you know all uh, all the, it's Stephen Crowder. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's God Stephen... Cr- it's Shapiro. It's Shapiro. Chris it's Owens. Candace Owens. It's... And, and I know we're listening like only conservatives. I, I don't actually know a lot of more liberal talk show besides... Yeah. Well, no. I, I Actually, Trevor Noah. Channel. Yeah. Uh, right. Jake Cuomo, Tapper. Right. Yeah, Chris Cuomo. And the, they're not from here. They don't care to be here. They don't, they don't like what this is. We're just... We're now a blip on a map for the wh- worst reasons. And... Truly, it's sad to see so many people, they get glued to those personalities and they go, this is, you know, the frustrations I think a lot of people have uh, at, at the politics, when it comes to politics, when it does get become racist and stuff, it, so much of it has to do with your own ability, your own self-actualization, your own position in this ever-changing landscape in society. Mm-hmm. Uh, that you project those frustrations onto everyone else. You know the reason why you know I, I'm struggling to pay my bills is because of the the damn liberals because Joe Biden keeps making the gas go up. And the reason I can't go to school, I, I can't afford to go to school is because these Republicans keep blockading everything we want to do, and it's like it maybe it's no longer, maybe it's no longer the right and left. Maybe, yeah, I I, I agree with more things with Democrats, but at the same time, you look at everyone's track record, it really doesn't matter. They're they're not, they don't represent us truly. And these media companies don't represent us and they don't care to look at us in a uh, humanizing light. They don't care to look at us as a, a real community, as a place with real people. They look at us as a place to start their next political stance. They look at us as a place to run the next clip. Uh,
1: fire off the next tweet they look at
0: us the next tweet that's going to go off and the sad part is that so many people in the city who who genuinely don't have things who genuinely are struggling they fall victim to that because they also don't know what to do because no one's providing them any real answers the only answer that's being provided to them is to be angry be angry be frustrated talk Mm -hmm. about this at work make this hard for your family don't invite people to your Thanksgiving because of politics. Don't have people yeah. over for Christmas for Cancel politics. Cancel your parents. Cancel your parents. Cancel your kids. Don't talk to your kids. Your kids are liberals. Yeah. Your kids have dangerous ideas. And if you do yeah. talk to your kids, talk, tell them why they're wrong. Don't listen to them. And the same thing goes for your kids. Your parents are dumb. They're morons. Don't they don't know to anything. Them. Don't right. communicate with them. Don't, don't be constructive in
1: any way. Be deconstructive.
0: Be deconstructive. When you go to work, politicize your work. Yeah. Find out who agrees and disagrees with, agrees with you. If you have a if you have a position of power, if someone disagrees with you politically, don't give them a promotion. Don't increase their salary because their ideas are dangerous they're dangerous to you and they're dangerous for the world they're
1: coming to kill they're you They're coming
0: to get you they're, they're gonna be the next reddenhouse or so you with, they, you're gonna they're ms13 yeah. they're Kyle reddenhouse no they're peop- they're gonna support a group of people that are gonna come to your town they're gonna come next. and kill your son they're, they're gonna, gonna kill your daughter they're gonna kill they're gonna your family her. they're gonna burn that's, down your city that's what that's what, that's what this is are becoming hearing. that's what people think it's going to violence and when we start having half of the community wish death upon the other half you have <laughs> death you have and you don't get Kyle anywhere you have Kyle Rittenhouse
1: at that when you, you that's this that that was the situation you had you had a group of people wishing death on somebody that
0: they thought was an enemy these aren't people enemies these aren't enemies no that's a no war this isn't no, a fantasy no, no. We, poly- we have
1: we have been so domesticated as a as a country that the drive for war, like the drive for justice, the drive for like to fight for something that has been in us for thousands of years, millions of years, has been like, we, there's no outlet for that. There's no real outlet for that right. that people can access through education or through mo- or through their financial means. So, that, so now it comes out in these destructive ways. Right, and this might be the most important
0: point in the podcast. Yeah. If you as an individual don't get this in check right now, that whole thing of like, I don't have an outlet for this. How can I do this positively? The wrong person, a big bad wolf is going to come around. He's going to try to run the country. All right. And he's going to find an outlet for that because it wasn't ever going to be Donald Trump. Whoever thought Donald Trump was going to be this big fascist dictator was wrong. Mm-hmm. They were wrong. And anyone who thinks that Joe Biden was is, is on the right believes that he's going to be a big fascist dictator, they're wrong. This country hasn't seen... Real fascism. And if you keep fucking around like this, if you keep politicizing everything that you do, your life. if you keep every instance that you can, your identity is directly tied to politics if you ruin it, your job, you ruin your family, you ruin your community. And the most that you do to try to make your stand is a little post on Facebook, a little post on Twitter, right? Getting triggered. And that's left and right, because I've seen on both sides, Triggered's everybody. And just the mention that someone could not agree with you, they will come the real fascist will come. The person who has the silver tongue who can tell you a story, if we get rid of these people, if we do it this way, this country is going to be like you never dreamed. Oh my God. The, we,
1: the fucking, the, somebody is, some charismatic leader is going to run. In the same way that happened with, were you telling me about this? The same way that happened in Germany? Somebody was telling me about this right right before, like maybe a decade before Hitler there was the same sequence of events that we're seeing where right. there's this gradual the, gliding into fascism as
0: the economic dr- by climate the manipulation gets w- worse. Yeah. Things get more expensive. Inflation's up. People don't know what to do. Like what you, yeah. our, and I, I mentioned this the other day and people might find this somewhat sexist, but it's not. It's more like it's bad when men don't have jobs. Because in America, your job gives you something to do and it gives you purpose. Hopefully, you should be paid rightly to mm-hmm. live, to provide to for your life, life and, and be fulfilled. Your job. When the prices of things go up, when inflations go up, when a lot when because the rate of men graduating high school and college is going down, the rate of suicide for men's going up. It's also going up for every other group, but it's going very high for men. The reason that's dangerous is because. We, and for good reason, associate aggression and violence with men. 95% of the prison population's men. That's a reason why it's that way. Because of that outlet it's is not. not checked, if the right person comes around, those disgruntled men who they're not okay with their own self-deficiencies. They want to blame someone. Someone else is the reason why I can't provide food. Someone else is the reason I'm a dirtbag father. Someone else is the reason I can't get the job I want to. Someone else is the reason I'm in tens of thousands of dollars debt. I can't hold a relationship. I can't take care of anybody. I can't do this. They go, keep friends. Well, if you listen to me, I'll make you the man you want to be. And then they pick up a gun. And they join an army. And they join an army. They join an identity group. That's, what happens so people need to realize the stage is being set and what people don't get is they go well america's this free country if we have fascism they're going to nationalize all the industry." and the capitalists don't want that the capitalists want power of their own world what you don't understand about that statement is that fascism for the monopolistic capitalist is the greatest answer. Because this time, instead of just owning your industry, you get to be directly married to the government. So instead of going, we need to ban these people on our, on our platform that are causing some problems, you go, I'm an associate of the party, of the fascist party of America. I'm friends with the dictator. Hey. Maybe I am the dictator. Hey. Kill them. Yeah. Line them up. Lock them up, shoot them up. Shoot them. It you no longer have to play this petty game of well, we gotta make sure that our little number keeps going up on the docket or else we're not gonna exi- we have to make sure our investors are happy. You immediately when the fascist national the government nationalizes your industry, you are married directly to the government. You don't care about the magic number anymore. For a business that is the most freeing thing that you could ever have everything becomes so simple when when the government goes hey the way that people look at you doesn't matter anymore you have the money because it's we take it from all the people and give it to you right and if you have any problems let's say anyone gets a little mouthy on your platform and maybe starts disrespecting the overarching party kill them and you can do that or
1: drive them insane through Social media through their own boards and platforms and, and uh, homepage and uh, for your yeah. page. Get their community to turn on them.
0: Turn yeah. on them. You have your IP Ostracize address. them. Dox them. Dox
1: them. Arrest their, them. Hey,
0: we'll use the IRS. We'll audit Def- them every defamation. year. We'll audit them every year. We'll get them, we'll, them
1: on uh, assault or uh, child porn or we'll get them on, We'll play: Yeah.
0: yeah, we'll, we'll either do, we'll send the IRS after them. We'll make sure they can't get any loans so they'll never be able to maneuver all this country. Oh, their kid wants to go to college? We'll deny them FAFSA too. Actually, we'll deny them from going to college anyway. We'll just do that. Well, and then if we'll they be no keep being mouthy, we'll kill them. Don't we'll, worry we'll about we'll
2: it. We'll send the deputized militia, you know, yeah. a fanatic, you know, political we'll ideologues after them no we'll they'll send they'll the
0: freedom the child. police to go get them they'll
1: yeah. steal the child they'll indoctrinate them into their own program yeah and they'll yeah. they'll turn them into secret police they'll go, uh, agents they'll go, this is not some fantasy like i mean this there, happened there's mo- this happened in europe this for like
0: for like 40 years this was real <laughs> like they'll go they'll go hey More like 60 years your parents are dangerous this happened in china this happened it's in still Russia, in China, this happened, happened in Russia, era. happened in Germany. Ha- and they go, your parents are dangerous. Your parents have dangerous thoughts. Turn them in. We, turn them in. And you know what? We'll bring you to a good family. You'll join us because we're the real family you need. You need to p- trust the party, trust the plan, trust the <laughs> truth that we provide to you. It's because a religion. Because there's it's no a, other truth besides cult. what we give you. It, we, they, this country wants to be a cult. Because of the way we act. This country loves cults. They love, like, we like war. We like using war. We like identity politics. And we like violence. And brands. And brands. And when you put all those together, you get the great American empire. And the thing is, is that, yes, has the American empire done horrible things like genocide, slavery, racism, you know, ruining families across America, ruining specific eras? Of course, But guess what? They did it under the American flag, this big, beautiful thing that represents freedom for all. And when you do it under that, things get a little confusing because some people are like, well, you know, we made mistakes, but we can get better. But what if you change that flag and you keep the stripes on it, but instead of stars, you have a, not a swastika, but something new in the place of it. And now it's a new symbol. And now the Statue of Liberty doesn't mean what it means anymore. And now there's big drape, these big Banner Banners that go over Congress, and there's torches, golden torches, mm-hmm. and there's men in black suits, black these black military-like plans, and they have emblems on there that let them know they're on the right team. And if you don't like those emblems on their little uniforms, you're an enemy of not the country of humanity, because there's the their truth is the only one for humanity. That's what people yeah. don't understand. That that's the point.
1: It's going to be that. What's well, going to be that easy to? to put people into that box to put people into the box of like first it's your side's fighting for humanity right now it's now it's like your side one your side's the party your side's the country our side is only humanitarian Worthy, principled holy, right group of humans and that's you know in 75 years some urban explorer is going to be traveling to this continent and look at our architecture if this was the case, like they look at the Soviet architecture, right? And the ar- that architecture is hauntingly beautiful.
0: It's brutalist. It's so like They're, it's the so statues, like, this nostalgic. like
1: it's it's abstract. It's like it's like kind of like it's kind of it's kind of modern in a way. It's not quite postmodern. It's kind of modern. It's the way that they, the way that they like they make symmetry the way that they emblemize like their people and like their mission. That's what architecture political or fascist architecture is. It's, it's this semblance of an idea. It's this, it's the ghost of an idea. Yes. And at some point, if our, if we keep fucking around, we, some urban explorer is going to make a, a vlog of the, the, abandoned Chicago, bil- like destroyed buildings. Yeah.
0: The destroyed Chicago, yeah, they destroyed Chicago yeah. housing. Yeah. That was remi- That's reminiscent of this time in America after yeah. the fall of the American pre
1: world uh, war, pre war, pre fat, like pre war, Fash America,
2: you know, we're at an hour five right now.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, let's wrap it up. And, and let's give it a sec. I I, I don't want to wrap it up. I mean, we'll, we'll, slowly, we'll, yeah, we'll just, but you know, for you know everyone listening who's gotten this far which i know some of you do we can see that some of you do i love you we, and love, we you. love you
2: keep keep watching keep going um, You're almost there
0: i know this was a rather this was a rather interesting episode um you know and when it comes down to it a lot of the reasons why we uh started the podcast we started this right in the right after, um, we started this of uh, last year during, uh, right in December 28th. Yeah. We're coming up on one year pretty soon. Um, when you listen to episode one, the best one, literally titled the best one, we're bad at this. We're still not great at this, but we're better. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I'm really happy that going from then to now that to talk about a very serious topic like this, we can, mm-hmm. there's a lot less stuttering, muttering over words. The thoughts are actually there. The story that we're trying to tell. And, and I guess the community that we're trying to represent yeah, is real. And at the end of the day, what everyone needs to realize is that, you know, you have to turn off the bs you have to be open-minded you have to realize that some of your friends and family are in some instance acting as little foot soldiers for the media but that doesn't mean you shouldn't talk to them doesn't mean you should let them go doesn't mean that you should not give them love and care and humanity as anyone else. Because at the end of the day, uh, politics is important, but your life and the people around you are much more important. The, the moments that you share with uh, your nephew and nieces, your cousins, your mm-hmm. brothers and sisters, your grandpa and grandpa, grandma and grandpa, your mom and dad, though, and your friends, the ones that you see as family... And even sometimes your coworkers, Yeah. Those people, people... have that. ...matter way more than Cuomo, than Tucker Carlson... Than Xi Jinping,
1: than Joe Biden. Than Joe Biden, and... Sometimes you just gotta, like, not read the news and call your mom on her birthday. Right. Sometimes you just gotta do the... Do the action... Do the things that you would normally do if politics didn't exist. And... Most of the time, you should do that.
0: Become a master of your own life. Find out who you are. Understand what's important to you. And just try to be a good person. And yeah. take care of yourself like someone who loves you would take care of you.
1: And don't just listen to people coming to you with problems. Like, yeah, this, this episode is a lot of us listing the crimes of this country and and the deep issues we have in this country. But like outside of this, what I want to do is like, like Bryce, when we go to your house and there's a lot of people that come by that have, they, they, a lot of people are are solution oriented that I've, that I've met through you. And that's kind of something that that's a good thing. I think we, we kind of all need the need that because in this country, in this city and it, in this time we're very problem oriented. We're very, uh, we're very conflict oriented. And I think then we, we stop listening to people who want to present some solutions and who want to maybe look at things through like a, they want to say, let's, let's actually take a step back and taking a step back is when you look at the solutions is when you see the solutions rather when like you you do, you do something with somebody where you, you go, like you talk with somebody and they actually bring something positive to your life, that's a solution in and of itself to these problems that you're talking about because it takes you out of this headspace of thinking in this giant group collective where you're where you're you all have to go to hell together in a handbasket. It's like, "No, you can all step back and work on things yourself. You can all do your dance and then you can come back and you can actually be with each other. You can actually hear each other." Instead of, instead of just letting it all rattle around inside you, you know, letting it kind of come, let it, letting it go back and forth between each other, letting people give that what they need to give you, that right. you give them what you need to give them. You have to go back and forth. And that's the, that is the exact resistance resistance to this political fervent violence and conflict and divide that we have is actually letting things
2: pass through, mm. letting things become go back to their cycle. I think the media is very invested in making sure that you're thinking one way and that you're not trying to think of solutions, but you're only outraged about the problems. And so right. if, you know, they win when they get you to disown your family based on politics. They right. win friends. when they get, yeah, when your friends or your community, family. they yeah. win when they get you to, stop thinking at the problem you know versus being like okay this is the problem this is how i feel i know that you look at it this way and this is how you feel but if i just cut off with you and i just say well that person's fucked and i ignore them then like the media and the large interests that that stoke division they win and we can't we have to be able to like look past that like length the lens we're looking through and actually be able to just try to find common ground and not lose that community and not poison the well not like you know give up on each other because that's like the true solution is is to like forgive and move past and build and and find you know a positive outcome even though we're being told that fucking everything sucks and it's all someone else's fault
1: and finding our finding our stability you know in a moderate sense through an adventure, like it's an adventure to go through problems with people. It's an adventure to have like a very sometimes controversial or just emotion, like a taxing kind of conversation. Like that's a bit of an, ad- an adventure, but it can prepare you for then the real adventure you're going to go on in life. Right. I don't think we were meant to just reach a point of stability and then stop doing anything ever. Like we need to have a little bit of. I mean, the kind of course of human nature, se- human history seems to be. Like the, these giant ups and downs, these peaks and valleys, where in in those peaks or in those valleys, where there's where there's un, like instability, a lot of great art comes from that. Now, whether or not this stability or this instability is uh, uh, sustainable in a sense, if we can sustain chaos, like we can have a chaotic society and be sane and be sane and be able to balance it out in in the prop in the in an equal way in like in the proper way in a way that like moves things forward and not repeating a cycle right that's kind of what i've always seen about human history i i feel that there's like an what what would we do if we didn't have problems to face like what would we do if there wasn't a call to adventure what would we do without that right you know be robots (laughs) be robots i mean yeah but yeah exactly because like what but then what if like so, that's kind of maybe a better way to look at like, f- at, like tackling these problems that we have in our society is, it kind of is a call to adventure, when you look at it from a real point of view. When you look at it from like the go to go talk to somebody point of view, like let the flow, let the exchange happen, not let's storm MSNBC, not let let's storm the not like let's storm the Capitol or let's let's like let's like tie. Andrew Cuomo to four horses and tell much like that's you know that's not what I mean that'd be fun but that's not like a, in a, the adventure that I'm that'd actually be really nice I mean, but that's not what I'm saying <laughs> I know what I'm, you're talking you know called you get we we have to go forward in that way right but there's always going to be problems but that's the call to adventure is what I'm saying that's where we're going
0: well with that note we'd like to thank everybody for listening
1: we love Kenosha we, we want love, Kenosha to. Yes. Help the people in it.
0: We love our listeners. We love our. We love Bryce.
1: We love Bryce. Love you. We guys. love
0: Eric. Our other We love, we love Kate. Uh, we love. We love Case. Love Case. Um, but thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. This will be coming out on Friday. This is when you'll be listening to. We're doing Friday releases from now on. But you will, you know, check us out everywhere. TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Check out our producers. That's a beauty. And check out the people who help us with the studio. Iconosha, www.iconosha.com, please. The link is in our link tree. And uh, I think that's all. And that's all. Bye-bye.
1: Thanks. Don't lose hope.